Hello? One? Two? Is this thing on? Great. What's up? I'm Powerfuse, a retired goblin sapper in Warcraft Arclight Rumble. Someone paid me to tell you about this channel, Arclight Insights, and I never say no to money. These guys have podcasts, guides, interviews, PvP tournaments, you name it. <laughs> You've got what you need here. All those marvelous creations are engineered by the folks at the explosive Prisoners of War Guild. So, if you like their mumbo jumbo, subscribe to the channel. <laughs> I did. I might even like it. Well, gotta go. Time is money, friend. Keep it real. Hi, I'm watching from the WatchUTV Twitch channel and I listen to the Arclight Inside podcast. So welcome everyone to another interview for our channel. Today we have the honor of having with us Tapsnap and our guest Filzy, which is currently the only war player in the world with any sort of accolades for what is worth. Welcome Filzy to our interview, to our channel. How are you today? Yeah, doing very well, blushing a bit after that introduction. <laughs> no, it's all good. Tap, how was your day so far? I know that you just woke up super early in the, in the United States to be able to be in this interview. We have a person from United States, one from Europe and one from Australia. So you can imagine the logistical nightmares we go through to make these interviews. How are you doing, Tap? Still waking up. Have a It's 5.30 a.m. here. And I already popped an energy drink, so let's get going. Okay, that's great. As you guys know, the format of our interviews is in, is informal. It's like a chat in between friends, which it is what it is, actually. To make it easier, Fieldsy is also, luckily for us, another member of our guild. The way he treats me in uh, PvP, I don't know how friendly we are. <laughs> okay, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so our guild is getting some of the most active and best players and uh, it's good to see but without further ado i'll crack on with with the interview filthy how did you come up to be playing this game do you have a large history with the warcraft universe what makes you interested in the game is that is did you play other blizzard games before yeah so i'm a bit of a, a blizzard fanboy i uh, started playing wow towards the end of vanilla uh, only hit 63 weeks before burning crusade Came out and played pretty much all the way through to uh, to Shadowlands, uh, season one of Shadowlands. Love the whole just universe of of Warcraft. Uh, spent a lot of time raiding early on uh, in top ten guilds, Oceanic, and then did a lot of PvP. Never quite got glad. Uh, Hero of the Horde in raided BGs, that type of thing, but never could crack it on my own. Um, played Overwatch, bit of StarCraft two, bit of Warcraft three, just everything along along the lines. Uh, Blizzard games always had a lot of polish. I've enjoyed them, and obviously as time's gone on, I've been able to play the computer less and less. So a mobile game when it came up from Blizzard was a a no brainer for me. I think that's uh, with all of us moving into mobile game because of the time we spend in real life, like work and we don't have time to sit in front of the computer all day i know for me that's the reason why i started playing mobile games yeah absolutely i mean i can just sort of put in i've got five minute break in work that's a couple of pvp games especially the way i dominate snap it's uh nice and quick 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shots I'll, fired. I'll keep the yeah. I'll keep the comment to myself. Keep it PG. <laughs> oh good. I think enjoy your dominance, Fieldsy, because you don't know what's coming tomorrow. <laughs> uh, yeah, every day there's a, a new PvP. It seems trying a new build, so yeah. it's uh, yeah. getting a bit competitive, uh, yeah. which is good fun. Keeps me on my toes. Oh yeah, yeah. The target on your back just keeps getting bigger every day. <laughs> and I hate you have too much head game. start too. <laughs> yeah, I hate losing a game, and if I lose a game with a build, I will make changes and I will queue up till I face them again. <laughs> That's good. We like this competitive spirit. Obviously, this. Seems like a kind of a superfluous, unnecessary question, but what is your favorite content type in the game? Uh, well, yeah, at the, at the moment it's PvP. My later time in WoW it was PvP. I just enjoy that competitive edge. Um, but it all, all did start with uh, PvP, uh, PvE, sorry, with raiding. I was the main tank in a, in a guild and I enjoyed that. So I enjoy all aspects of it, but the PvP at the moment's really fun, especially at the moment with a lot of new. Uh, beta invitees so yeah it's really keeping me on my toes but doing the saying that i'm also enjoying oni at the moment put a bit of time into her and uh getting into phase two pretty regularly and just trying to figure out how to how to push on that's really promising what about stuff like achievements is that something that appeals to you in this game or not really uh, never never really been an achievement hunter in any of the games i've played I just play it for fun and try and get the most out of it and try and be the best that I can. That's fair enough. Fieldsy, what sort of feedback from the community or misconceptions have you seen from the community? Uh, do you agree, disagree with any of them? I know I've seen a lot when the trailer came out for the game. A lot of YouTubers were just cracking on the trailer, saying how bad it looks and cringy. But I hate that kind of feedback when they didn't even try the game yet what do you feel about that kind of misconceptions just by watching a trailer yeah obviously you need to play the game to to understand it and i think there's early on there's quite a bit of polish to the game all the units the rock paper scissors system but you never kind of out it if you get outdone you can always trade up later in the game and, and push for a win yeah they just need to try it I guess with Blizzard, uh, the news hasn't been the best of late, but this game is a step in the right direction, I believe, for them. But the common misconception I've seen is no replayability. What happens when you're finished? Only is a challenge for me. I enjoy that very much. But just the PvP, it's refreshing to see what builds people come up with, what you've got to battle against, and try and uh, outwit on the move. It's, uh, yeah, good fun. I agree. I think the timing of the trailer uh, with the timing of the Diablo mobile game wasn't the best. The trailer was super hyped and then there was like a, a sea of almost silence after that, which was a bit... People outside Discord, they must be like in limbo right now because they have no clue what's going on. Yeah, such hype from the trailer and then just nothing, not even like a picture or anything. It's, it's very confusing, their marketing strategy on that. But, it's also Blizzard uh, and we should be used to it. Yeah, true. Justine and Adam did such a good job and then <laughs> nothing happened. Yeah, I got really hyped when the trailer came and then it's like just silence. Uh, how much time have you put in the game? I know you've had beta, I'm guessing, from day one. Uh, so you got a couple months in, but how much physical time have you spent playing the game? 
So yeah, I started in the middle of May, I think. Is that when the beta? Yeah, I think it was around the 8th of May or something like that. No, actually yeah. no. That's when our guild was created. It was around the middle, yeah. Around the middle yeah. of May, yeah. So yeah, I, I must have been one of the first waves and um, I got pretty hooked on it uh pretty early you know at the start of it it was uh very much go 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 um but towards the the tail end of it i sort of limited my play time just around the the three daily rewards i'll play sort of 30 minutes to an hour um i'll jump in throughout the day if i get sort of five minutes 10 minutes and throw in some pvp games but yeah the first sort of week solid i was i was playing it every chance i got I couldn't put a time limit on it but obviously 65 skulls and progressing through oni uh yeah i put a bit of time into it you were saying earlier i'm not sure if we recorded yet but you're saying you you're getting to the second phase of oni i haven't seen the second phase only what mikey made it to where it wiped his board what have you seen in the second phase what is the challenging part of the second phase so far Oh yeah, it's kind of a board wipe. Uh, he spawns all the same units, except he's got Earth Alleys running down the side, as well as Whelps that spawn. So trying to deal with that, plus everything else that pushes down from the top. It's, uh, yeah, trying to do balance that offensive and defensive effort. It's, um, yeah, a bit of a challenge. It's kind of, you need to learn how much gold you need to sink into pushing to phase two, so that you can have some in reserve to kind of build a wave that can push through the her big bush. Was someone that played for as long as you, you must have had some kind of memorable moments. Was there any funny moments that, uh, from top of your head, that you remember? Anything, and if you don't, if you can't remember anything particularly funny, like something like interesting or something yeah, unexpected. Oh, <laughs> there's, there's been a couple of times, uh, PvP, Rend versus Rend on the uh, bridge map, where you'll drop them at the same time, they'll meet over the top of the bridge, You'll both dismount each other, but one will drop on top, one will drop below. It's almost like you've sort of gone, oh, we're too evenly matched. Let's call it a draw and go our separate ways. About the campaign, you progress pretty quickly compared to most people. Did you have any particular fight, any boss fight that was very hard? And how did you deal with it? Uh, yeah, there are a few tricky ones along the way. And I think it comes down to what hero you're running, what team you're running, what you have leveled at the time. Obviously, with the rock, paper, scissors, you'll come against a spell-heavy team or uh, you'll come against a fly-heavy team or it'll be um, the squad teammates and just ha having the, the minions in your hand to be able to counteract them. So a few of the bigger ones that were trouble along the way, the Wemberg tr Wemborg treasure trove with uh, Ember Strife, that was a, a bit of a pain where she's flying around. That took me a while to... Uh, to get as well as uh the devil's are queen that took me a bit of time and obviously rend all very sort of different fights so how long did it take you to uh, to actually be able to kill rend after the first pool i think it was around a week um i spent a week trying to figure it out and then i spent the last few days just power levering through pvp and once i got and that just sort of little bit of extra percentage in damage and health I was able to, um, yeah, get a dismount. Once you get a, him dismounted, he was uh, pretty easy to kill, yeah, when he's on the ground. So just to help our listeners out there, do you remember what was your deck the, when you got the rent kill? Or if you don't remember, at least if you have a couple of tips for them to try to minimize the time they will spend in, in that boss? Uh, yes, so obviously I had rend 
I had the Whelp Eggs, I had Pyromancer, I had Drake, I had Stonehive Tauren, I had um, Harpies with the Mining Talent, super OP, the Mining Talent, and then I had um, the Quillbore. Quillbore was uh, vital to be able to spawn behind Rend to turn him around so that he wouldn't just blow up all my damage units. So he would tank, I think, three breaths, which would give me enough uh, damage to sort of chip him down and get him the second time around. We're, it's still in beta, and we know there's a lot of features still being worked on, and we can come up with tons and tons of ideas and things that should be added to the game, or we, that would be cool to have in a game. What features would you think the devs should implement that haven't been announced? One of the, the big things I think would be good is achievements, like use this unit to kill X amount of units, or such and such, to to give us a little bit more XP for that unit. Do you have any ideas or things that you would like to see them at it? Yeah, I like your idea there. Any uh, bonus XP would be welcome. It's a, a bit of a slog sometimes. I'd like the option to be able to target who my XP is getting funneled into. But other than that, my main one is just a, sort of a 2v2 PvP. Uh, I think that would uh, mix up the game a lot, having to communicate with someone else, whether you could have... Um, just random 2v2 so you get matched up with someone completely different you got to try and gel your decks and see how you go or you could have sort of competitive where you can pair up with someone and voice and, and work out a bit of a strategy make your decks um synergize each other in, in different ways having two different heroes combined would be pretty fun yeah i agree i can't wait for the aspect of 2v2 or raids where you have to communicate i think we were talking about it yesterday or the day before in one of our other uh, podcasts or uh, videos where you can have say chaga locking people down as your as your partner is using the dps like you can balance that where you have one or two people as your support and the other guy just, just slogging it out up front i think that would be so much fun to to build comps around each other support dps and tank builds if we do have three person raids that would be very interesting i think it might bring in a few underutilized units as well there's a few out there that you don't get to see played much but if you could synergize well with other heroes you know it might uh, bring some into the play that that don't get used at the moment oh i i agree there's a lot of units that i feel are being wasted that we look down on but I have a feeling they're going to have their day down the road. So not too long ago, uh, we held a uh, PvP tournament for some of the beta players. You were one of the people in the tournament. Uh, how did you like that experience? I know we, we couldn't physically queue up two people together, and we had to constantly, randomly queue up to try to get you guys together. How did you enjoy that experience? What would you like to see going forward if we hold more tournaments, which we most likely will to keep the community active? What was your overall experience? Yeah, uh, obviously, I, I really enjoyed it. Being in Guild, there was a, a bit of trash talk, which made it uh, more fun. There was a few of you guys that got bruised along the way on my way to victory, so that made it uh, very enjoyable. It was interesting because we started the, the tournament early on um, and as my playstyle evolved, I didn't like my team as much. 
So playing it again, I had to kind of relearn how to play it against people as we were doing the tournament. And having to pick only three talents maximum was a difficult choice on what I wanted to to pick. The main one that I picked that others didn't was kind of mining on harpies. Uh, gold control is, I think, one of the most important things in uh, PvP at the moment. I agree. I, there's many a times where I've dropped the skeleton party on chests just to deny them access to gold. So yeah, yeah the gold control is, is very important. And moving forward, obviously the ability to be able to queue up into people would be great. Uh, yeah, when I was versing Ren, uh, Rook for the, the final, it was uh, yeah, a bit of a challenge in, in the peak time in the morning that we, we queued up to uh, to queue into each other. So was, uh, was Rook your toughest opponent you faced so far? Yeah, in, in this tournament, I think a few others may have been harder if we had a full stack of six talents, but... Uh, yeah, definitely Rook, he plays a very similar style to me, so it came down to a few subtle differences and that who got the upper hand. And you can kind of see in even the starting hand made a bit of a difference who we could put out on the board first, because if you don't get rend first, you're at a, a gold disadvantage with all the extra flying units. Um that just that one gold does make a difference over over the track of each unit played. Can you think about realistic suggestions to improve the next tournament so we can all benefit from it top of your head uh yeah i think we open up full slather go the six six talents don't ban anything four cost arcane blast will get a run but there are different ways to counter it yeah i think and open it to the public and let's just have a, a good crack at it okay well let's... i with more people now having access to the beta i think the tournament the next tournament will be slightly larger so that's yeah. a good thing. Okay, so on the subject of uh, you were just discussing talents and so let's let's go to the units here. I have a pretty good idea of what you're going to answer, but what is your favorite leader and regular unit in the game and why are they your favorites? Is it because it's a personal like to do with lore, to do with aesthetics or or just for them to being very effective in the game? Uh, yeah, well, favorite leader is Rend. As soon as I unlocked Rend, I started the, the main him. Uh, it's Rend. He's riding a drake. It's awesome. Uh, plus, the unit <laughs> itself is um, OP when you get the res and armor talent. Makes a huge difference when you get that talent. And it's just been a solid unit through the whole whole campaign. Very OP. And a wild card. I, I changed my answer to this. Uh, my regular unit at the moment, I've, I've decided to put it into... My regular unit playing PvP at the moment, it's actually Cheat Death with the Vampiric, um, with the Lifesteal on it. Not many people run it in PvP, so when I use it, it's uh, a wild card. Uh, people aren't expecting it, and I can snowball from there. Especially, I've been able to land it a few times on a four-cost Arcane Blast when they're using it. So they've used four-cost Arcane Blast and done nothing, which is uh, pretty fun. And uh, is there any unit that you cannot stand? either just because how they look or because they are so completely useless in the game <laughs> well let's say four cost arcane blast i don't dislike it as much i just think it needs a bit of a a rework as i said i started using cheat death because i was actually seeing it a lot in in pvp with a lot of new players because of how overpowered it is and it's very rewarding to to counter it but it's just too hard to to counter 
in its current state. Too hard to get that perfect timing to be able to counter it. You just need some kind of warning, even a brief half second or, or something to allow better counterplay. And I'll throw in a, uh, a cheapie for uh, PVE, uh, the Huntress. I did not like her versing her. Oh, okay. She would just chew through my air unit, so it was a bit of a struggle. I think when I started facing her in one of the maps, that's when I made a switch to running Stonehoof Torn so that I could get onto her. As well. I have the opposite experience. When I, I Maybe my place, placement is horrible, but when I use my Huntress, it seems to die very quickly to a lot of things, so <laughs> I don't know. Hard to use because of the pacing, that's for sure. You can't get a tank to, <laughs> to stay in front of her. I have seen one of the PvP pots, though, place uh, Huntress behind two core hounds to slow her down. Oh, okay, yeah. Because, of, yeah, there is collision in this game, by the way, for people that don't know. You can have... Yeah. So, yeah, that, that, that bot is actually pretty hard for me to, uh, to face sometimes. Yeah, I've seen some really funny interactions with units. One of my funniest ones is a Cobalt and a Core Hound running into each other and neither of them can move because the Cobalt turned around to get the Gold Node and they just got stuck on each other. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've seen that as well as Core Hounds when they're uh, hitting the chest for the Gold. One's trying to hit it and the other one's kind of just running away so it just it can't get that last hit in. Pretty funny to watch. <laughs> yeah, the other one is to hunt behind like my meat wagon or a core hound and just pushing it up the field. So I, I know we talked about Anoxia a little bit already, but where you're at, do you feel like you could be the one that downs her first? It, it, it's tough to know. I don't know where everyone else is at. I don't know if I'm running the optimal build. I'm trying to brute force it a bit by getting levels into my characters as, as much as possible but I'm there I think I'm amongst everyone else um, obviously Mikey we haven't seen from him for a little while and with the um, meat wagon getting a bit of a nerf it, I think it made his um, his strat not as viable so yeah my strat with Rens I've got Rens one side with the whelps and I use my Drake the other side with the whelps using core hounds pyro and plague to push middle and I've also got whelps to take a tower if I need to, um, or to help take a tower. And then I've got my harpies for uh, just chain mining gold really quick down the side. If you clear the whelps, you can kind of get three gold. And when you're pushing the final towers, you can use your harpies to kind of get six gold up one of the sides. I would love to see you down Oni first or anyone in the guild. Of course, uh, you're the closest to any of us, but to have that achievement for the guild and for yourself would be huge. And I think the hype of someone downing would be good for the community. I wish maybe you could record some video of your some of your attempts, maybe get people a little hyped up. That would be great. Maybe you can jump into a room and uh, Spanner can, or I can uh, record some of your attempts just to get some video out there of someone making attempts that would be great yeah no, no pressure there pushing me to to get it for the guild and have the community behind me none at all but uh there's a sneaky bit of footage getting around i don't know when it might get a show but uh yeah i play on my phone it overheats a bit when i record and, and do things um but i have got a bit of a bit of footage floating around which might get some airtime well okay. it's it's not all about you it's it's you know, we have <laughs> to look for the community 
Yes, yes, for the community, not for my ego. <laughs> Hopefully, you will be actually recording in the moment that you kill her for the first time. That will or, be... or just pretend that you haven't killed her yet and redo it. For the listeners out there, if you are in our guild, you might be one of the first people to find out what happens when after you kill Onyxia, because Pilsy will only disclose it to our guildies, just just to make sure you are aware of this. <laughs> People might see uh, Deep Breath in uh, PvP and go, what the oh, hell yeah. is that? <laughs> oh, that would be funny, just like dropping that on people. Like, where do I get that spell at? Is, well, we is... don't even know how OP it will be or underwhelming it will be, so we'll find out. It's a, a map-wide yeah. uh, four gold arcane blast. <laughs> I hope it's not too overpowered, but for the struggle to get it, I hope it does something cool. But I feel like if it's too good and everybody's putting it in their deck, it just kills the, the fun of the game. Uh, early on, let me have it. Let me have the glory if I get it. For me, being uh, an iOS player, the stuff you can buy in-game is currently free for iOS users to test. So monetization for me right now isn't that big of a deal. And even once the game release and I, it will be be charged for the things in game, I'm still going to buy them. Do you feel the same uh, right now? Would you buy everything, or would you? Do you feel like some of the stuff is not worth buying? Yeah, there's some stuff that's not worth buying, but there are some stuff that are definitely the booster is a must. I think you just get that day one. Any of the packs you unlock at the uh, unlock at the end of a, a zone, a big big increase XP plus gold. Gold is uh, yeah vital in the game. Spending money, yeah. There's not you can't spend unlimited amounts of money, which is what I love about this game. It's capped. I think I've spent 200, 250 AUD that unlock just the booster and all the zone uh, rewards at the end. I think I've made bought a couple of the the pouches when I saw a talent that I just wanted. And had no gold, gold stored up. I was just too impatient. But you don't even need to, to do that. So yeah, monetization in the game is, is not a real issue for me. I've spent a little bit, but it's nothing in the grand scheme of things, I don't feel. And moving forward, I don't think I'm spending any more money on the game in its current state. Nothing for me left to buy. Yeah, I think you're you're kind of maxed out at this point. I don't think there's anything else. I feel like the Android players actually are going to have a slight advantage moving into the actual game because they said that any money spent now is going to be returned in gold form or gold equivalent over a period of time which i kind of feel like that will give you an advantage because you're getting that extra gold plus you can rebuy all the stuff before so yeah. you're getting extra gold and i feel like it's an unfair advantage I, I think it's going to be huge for the Android player, beta players. And, and yeah. so it should be. iOS is, uh, that's what you get. <laughs> yes, uh, that's what you get for making bad decisions in life. No, I think probably is likely because it's more profitable for them as a business, but they should just give you the credit back what you spend in a game. Give you the credit back as a sort of like a battle net balance sort of thing. And then mm. you, can, you cannot withdraw it. So the money is still there to be used in the business and then you use this credit to buy the packs again so this way everybody is still on the equal foot and you still get to use the money that, that you already pumped in the game why this should be converted into gold i see because now you have to go 
and buy again an Arclight booster and all that. But I just, it just feels... Well, and it could be changed, but I know from reading through the website and the different things that that's what it says for now, but hopefully it changes. But who knows how long the beta is going to go on, and there's still so much we haven't seen, so what, there could be changes before then. I'm Android, by the way. I already spent like 150 pounds on it. But if then they give me the gold back in a current gold conversion, and then they decide to make a promotion two weeks later with gold on discount, I'm not going to be very happy about it. Because if I had the funds, I could choose to what to do with them and buy the gold at a discount as well myself. Let's see what they're going to do about it. Either of you, it's not a direct question to Fealty, but do either of you feel like there should be other monetization in the game, other forms of things we can buy? Uh, it could be stuff that helps you in the game or portrait pictures or special emblems or stuff like that. Do you think stuff like that could benefit? Maybe something for the guild that we could pitch in and buy something for the guild to give us a special border or something to make us stand out. How do you guys feel about that? Obviously, I'm, you know, I don't want to be spending a fortune on a game. I think I've already spent enough for, for this game in, in particular, but... As long as it's cosmetic and has no impacts on gameplay, then sure, go for it. Uh, I would like to see cosmetics, borders, portraits tied more to achievements, you know, completing the campaign mission with X units or with all Horde units, that type of thing, um, more so than just buy it. In terms of helping the game get revenue and not affecting too much the player power and progress. I would be okay if they had a, a paid service where you can reset your Valor options. So people that get stuck with, in the last slot with a very bad traits, they have a, an option to redo that. But obviously limited to like uh, once, uh, once every couple of weeks or something like that. Otherwise people would just keep optimizing builds continuously. We also want to, the the forward thoughts to be there in the game when we make decisions. But I don't think it's fun that you get to your last Valor slot and have absolutely no control on the last three options that are presented to you. I don't think that's fair. So I would be okay if they have something reasonably priced to allow you to reset that. I would like maybe some guild features. For example, uh, you could pay a service as a guild to have your guild like featured on the top when people are players looking for guild or to embellish the way that your guild is presented to the outside in terms of banners, avatars and even customization. You can pay to get more avatars available, more colors, more designs. And finally, for PvE, things like towers and even units, because you can pay to have your ogre mage to look different, as long as it only looks different to you when you look at the game, but the opponent still gets the generic version of it, so he can identify the unit better. So you can have fun yourself looking at your screen with different skins, but it doesn't affect the opponent in any way. And this is what I can come up with from the top of my head. Well, there was a point that was very interesting. Different skins for the towers. Uh, we have seen other tower designs in the game, such as the Rocket Tower and the Dragon Tower. 
would it be pretty awesome to for at least pvp to be able to choose your tower type and have your towers be different like we could choose the dragon tower and the towers have different abilities that could be a change and a new thematic or new option for pvp i think it's like depending who's controlling the tower then the 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 visuals keep changing every time it, it uh, responds or something else. But yeah, I think it's cool. I personally don't care too much about cosmetics, like to a large degree. But some people do. So if it doesn't affect the game, let's capitalize on it. Because the more money the company makes with things like that, the cheaper they can make the packs and arc light boosters for the rest of the community. So Filze, going back to the subject of PvP, which we already spoke about earlier i know that you are enjoying pvp a lot and it's it shows in in your tournament participation the way you play so actively the game but what are your impressions of the pvp in the game currently in terms of how complete it is how balanced it is do you think the system is exciting enough to keep the players engaged if you made any changes what would that be I know this is a long question, but it just gives you room to expand as much as you want on it. Yeah, uh, obviously, yeah, loving loving the PvP. It, it gets the uh, adrenaline going when you're in a, a tight match. Especially, yeah, there's some great players getting around with some funky builds. Also, some people running some cheese builds, which uh, makes it even more re rewarding when you uh, best them. I just enjoy that no matter how out you are, you can, you can come back. You can defend on a tower and make a push that will stop the opponents. I used to run a full sort of minion unit-based army, uh, but I think having some spells in there helps with the, with the comeback. And yeah, there's never it's never just a rock, paper, scissors. You can sort of throw your rock and your paper together and you can sort of overcome most obstacles I've found. Having some unbound units, uh, you gotta be ready for them. So knowing when to spend gold, when to hold gold. Yeah, it's just a, Simple errors can be the cost of a game, though. So there is a high skill cap as well to, to minion placement. And um, knowing knowing their deck, knowing what's due to come up. So yeah, I just enjoy the, the scope of it and how far it, it could come. One thing we discussed the other time is, do you think it will be beneficial for the game if you could see the, the opponent's gold bar regeneration? Do you think this would add a new layer of strategy or do you think it will be a, a negative for PvP? Would you like to be able to visualize how much gold your opponent has at any point? Yes and no. It, it is obviously another skill that someone will have when you can't see the gold bar, when you sort of know how much a minion costs, where your gold's at, you can kind of track. Uh, okay, they can play a four-cost Arcane Blast as soon as I can do this, or I know that they've got a big unit coming, Rend, or something else. So I guess for the sort of everyday player, it, it could be beneficial. Maybe if they introduce ranked PvP and unranked, maybe it could be hidden in ranked just to allow those with that ability to shine. So in beta, PvP has been pretty big, especially for the people that are finishing the campaign and at walls and using PvP to level up. With the maps we have now and the talents and everything, do you feel like this could have some kind of eSport potential? We kind of see this with uh, Clash Royale 
where it's huge on Twitch. We've seen t tournaments, streams. Do you see this game being able to make it to that point? Yeah, obviously seeing Clash up there gives you some hope. Blizzard, they you know make great games over the long run. They've had a great success in the esports um, arena. This is no other to their games. It's just on a mobile. More maps, the balancing, as long as we get uh, frequent balance updates or patches, there's there's no reason that it can't have the same successes or push further than Clash, in my eyes. Something I asked Gino the other day. Imagine that if you were, if you were recruited by Blizzard, they gave you a job in the war team. In the first meeting, they'll tell you, okay, as the new guy, we will give you a special benefit. The next thing you say, that you want changed in the game, it will be implemented. What would you tell them? Mine would be able to implement a, a system where you could target where your XP goes, whether it be a percentage of XP earned or every second PvP win or second quest, it's this this unit um, that you can put the XP into. It'll help people experiment with different builds, get something up to scratch for PvP when they increase the level cap. Um, but yeah, at the moment, just grinding teams in PvP, yeah, it's just not as fun. Knowing that my XP could be going into something that I want would make it more rewarding. We don't know how long the beta is going to last. We don't know what they're going to throw at us next or what they want to test next. But given the state of the game now and what we know that they're going to add to the game like raids where is a realistic timeline do you see for the game releasing and what is your wish for the game like when do you want the game to release and when do you believe it will be released that's a uh, tough question to answer in uh, blizzard time frames but obviously with though with raids and other things incoming we need to be able to test how well they they work between android and iphone on the same team how units uh, go together um, balancing i don't know if it could be this year um i'm thinking early 2023 could be late 2022 but yeah it's, it's a tough one to put a, a time frame on just without seeing what else they want to put into the game before launch is there going to be cosmetics achievements um we've got it in a state now where pvp is working great the campaign's working great Nixie is a bit of a a bit of a roadblock for me, and will be for everyone else. But um, that's a good end game to to work on. Whether we have some other raids at the end as well for single player, so rather than just Nixie being the last thirty bosses, there one that's twenty nine, one that's thirty one. Given a time frame, though, I'll uh, how long is a piece of string? So my theory's always been that the next big release won't come till after someone downs anoxia yes i thought uh mikey was going to be the one uh it could be you but if yeah. my theory is correct i'm going to be very very upset that mikey yes. didn't stick with the game <laughs> yeah so for the listeners out there with no better access at the moment i would just like to you guys to know that until Fieldsy kills Onyxia, you won't be getting your better. So feel free to spam him as much as possible <laughs> on Discord. <laughs> if you see me in PvP, just let me win. Let me get that XP. Yeah, yeah exactly. That, see, that that was 
there you go. You you turn the turn it to your advantage, the situation. As we approach the end of the podcast, I just think there's something important I could ask you uh, that will help the people out there. If you if they scrapped the server and gave us all better from start again, what would you have done different the second time around? Um I guess uh read up on all the minions and characters. I went in a bit blind. I didn't know much on the game. I just sort of registered because it was a blizzard um beta and i said yeah sure why not i uh, got the invite downloaded it and just thought oh this looks good i don't know what this unit does so having a bit of a strategy uh knowing what uh what heroes you start with who you want to main and work towards getting those units early so you can get xp and use xp tones on them early um towards the mid to, to later game so around level 11 12 when your units are that level I was just buying all the units then to increase my player level because the sooner you can get all the, the minions unlocked, you uh, get a huge XP gain. So you sort of, if you don't unlock them early, I, I just feel it's wasted XP that you could have had. So uh, a follow-up to that is what leader, if you were able to pick any leader, would you pick if we had to restart at this point? Well, for me, it would still be Rens, but I like Tyrion. Having a heal, I think, is, yeah, would just be a good good safety net. Just being able to have a solid minion base and having that heal behind you would be huge, especially through the campaign, and would help a lot in Onyxia, I feel. So you think that uh, Onyxia build with Tyrion is very viable, is that right? Yeah, you can definitely make it work if you got Drake one side. It's just the whelp. The whelps early on are a bit of a pain, but... I mean, I think core hounds are almost the go-to tank for Anixia, and if you've got a heal that can keep them going, but you need a lot of anti-air as well. It's a, it's a frustrating fight for people that get there. They'll understand. And this pretty much wraps up our interview for today. Thank you so much, for TapSnap, for joining us once again to add value to the interview. And thank you so much for Fieldsy to take some of his time to come here and join us and help the community with some uh, interesting facts about this better experience and some valuable knowledge for new players so i'll pass it to tapsnap and then finally to fieldsy to conclude the podcast and thank you everyone for listening so i would like to thank fieldsy for uh, taking some time out to uh come talk to us and uh discuss the game like like i've been saying this is huge for the community to have a podcast and a group of players that are excited about the game especially since it's so early on this keeps some of the the hype going some of the interest personally i i don't think the game would can be where it is right now without the community that has been built i i thank you for coming on here fieldsy i hope others take advantage to some of our invites and and or reach out to us to do this type of stuff to keep the interests going so i really appreciate it oh yeah no no problems it's been great to come on uh obviously thanks to uh both yourself tap and and spanner for for driving uh, the community engagement and keeping the hype about the game uh, it has a great future coming um obviously for all the listeners make sure you keep up to date uh with all the videos and podcasts that uh, uh, the Guild's releasing. Make sure you ask any questions in the comments. I'll keep an eye on this video as well if anyone has any questions related to my builds or needs any help. Be happy to help out. Hey there, I'm Slade, one of the creators of ArcLightBase.com, and I listen to the ArcLight Insights podcast.
Created on the 8th of May 2022, the Guild Prisoners of War is a force in the arc-like Rumble community. We have a solid structure in place, with the roles of Chieftains, Taskmasters, Elders, and Wolf Riders. Our Discord is always active and our members are friendly, competitive, and knowledgeable. We will always challenge ourselves to compete in all content types in the game. If you think you got what it takes to be one of us, apply to our guild today. All the information you need is available in this episode or in the general podcast descriptions. We are looking forward to having you with us on the battlefield.